Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Good morning and welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It is Wednesday, March 22nd, 2023. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, the debt limit and the banking crisis. Number two, it's the Senate versus the House on Trump. And number three, it's Fed Day. What to expect? Let's get into it. We are back in Washington after a couple days in Orlando for the House Republican retreat. Uh, We had a feeling, um, or I guess it's more of an idea that we would ask people about whether they thought a debt limit fight was still smart after this uh, banking crisis. I'm not sure we're going to, we believe it's a banking crisis yet. It's a mini crisis, uh, a crisis-ish, I guess we could call it. So we, um, Max Cohen and myself and some other, and our uh, uh, colleagues in Washington, uh, started asking questions from by of House Republicans about whether they think it's still smart to pitch a debt ceiling crisis with markets wobbly after the banking crisis, and the resounding answer was yes. Uh, I, I guess that's not terribly surprising, but in fact, people aren't nervous. They believe the banking crisis has given the impetus for um, uh, House Republicans to continue on their debt limit uh, uh, fight. And Jody Arrington, the House Budget Committee chair, said this is the best time to do it. That means pitch a debt ceiling fight. That interest rate pressure that is creating some risk in the banking industry is a result of the inflation that has been induced by the massive amounts of spending. Um, That is uh, Jody Arrington, again, who's going to be in charge of getting a budget out of his committee and to the House floor uh, and passing it theoretically across the House floor. Uh, he said it makes sense that when you have a debt limit negotiation, lawmakers would reflect on the indebtedness of our country. Now, listen, I, I, this got me thinking, I am not a market expert, but think of all the inflection points we have right now. We have a banking crisis that's kind of um, roiling and it's not, we don't know when, when or if there's an end to it. At the moment, then we roll into the spring and summer when the debt ceiling gets hot. So those are two kind of big macro political events that are colliding. Um, Again, not a market expert. I would just keep that in mind as we get into the spring and summer. The debt ceiling is probably going to come up in June or July. Kevin McCarthy has had practically no contact with Joe Biden over negotiating a spending package. McCarthy has suggested that he wants to roll back spending to 2022 levels. And over the weekend or over the week, the early part of this week, rather, at the Republican retreat in Orlando, McCarthy seemed to signal that he's going to push for elements of H.R. 1. That's that big energy package through uh, he's going to push elements of that to the White House uh, as part of the, the debt ceiling negotiations. Now, if I were a gambling man, I'm not, not on this at least, um, the um, most likely piece of H.R. 1 to get wrapped into a debt ceiling fight is probably that um, permitting reform. Remember, permitting reform was part of the uh, 
end of the year kind of negotiations between Joe Manchin and Chuck Schumer and the White House and uh, Senator Shelley Moore Capito. Uh, This is a there is bipartisan support for permitting reform. um, But remember, the White House is not going to want any concessions as part of a debt limit bill. They're going to want it alongside. So I I actually do think I tend to think that permitting reform is a possibility on the debt ceiling. Maybe no one will say that at this point, but if you're if you're looking at the demands for McCarthy and you're looking at the um, what the White House could swallow, I think permitting reform is probably uh, a big piece of that. So sitting here today, March 22nd, um, debt ceiling could roll back spending, include a policy win for Republicans like permitting reform. The White House is going to have something to say about about any package, and they're going to want their own concessions in it. But with Biden kind of sprinting toward the middle, uh, interesting uh, mix of things. Number two story of the day, the House versus the Senate on Donald Trump. Now, we spent the last couple of days cataloging the um, staunch defense that House Republicans were launching uh, for Donald Trump. They launched an investigation into Alvin Bragg, the Manhattan DA who is uh, expected to indict Trump today, tomorrow, who the hell knows when. Um, And then we got to the Capitol last night and senators were basically saying that the House is nuts. I mean, John Cornyn said, I would hope they, that's the House Republican majority, would stick to the agenda they ran on when they got elected to the majority. Shelley Moore Capito said, the House is going to do what the House is going to do. Ain't that right, Senator Capito? That much we know. Um, And uh, Tom Tillis, Republican in North Carolina, criticized, lightly criticized House Republicans for getting involved in an ongoing legal process. As we've pointed out, though, over the last couple of days, it's absolutely astounding uh, the extent to which House Republicans are getting in the middle of this investigation, uh, this the Alvin Bragg's investigation of Donald Trump. Um, but this is a classic. This is a classic of the genre, right? This is uh, Senate Republicans wanting nothing to do with defense of Trump. House Republicans going uh, a step farther than most would ever uh, anticipate when it comes to defending Trump. Um, we're going to see more of this in the coming days. And if Trump gets indicted, as he has suggested that he would, it's by the way, it's past Tuesday. I don't think he's gotten arrested yet. Um, and uh, we'll see more of this as time goes on. Um and uh, the Senate, again, wants nothing to do with defending Trump. Number three story of the day, the Fed. It's going to be a weird day, Brendan Peterson writes for the Federal Reserve. Two o'clock today, we'll know if the central bank is hiking interest rates again. Uh, this is a big question. Uh, the, the two, you know, the, the goal of the Fed to control inflation is going to, it's going to collide, at least is expected to collide with the, um, the, the, banking crisis, this mini banking crisis, uh, a, a three different uh, flavors, as Brendan puts it in the newsletter this morning from the Senate on what the Fed should do. John Tester doesn't think that the Congress should have any view on uh, what the Fed does. He basically said the Fed needs to do their own analysis and do their own job uh hiking interest rates or not, depending on what they think. Mark Warner, a Democrat of Virginia, is now suggesting that uh, is joining Sherrod Brown and Elizabeth Warren, the, the liberals in the in the Senate Democratic caucus, and saying that they should pause interest rate hikes. And then you have Tom Tillis, who said that uh, basically showed empathy. Senators showing empathy. What a, what a world. Uh, with Powell's, Jay Powell, the chair's predicament on uh, on what 
the Fed should do. Uh, basically said they have a, dis- a difficult decision. You understand how increasing interest rates is going to cause potential stress. By the same token, American people are feeling the stress of inflation. He's got to balance the two. Again, 2 p.m. today, the Fed interest rate decision will have tons of impact on Capitol Hill. With that, leave us a rating and review. You could subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.